0: today on Commitment to Truth.
1: If you are not willing to take ownership of your own personal sin, it is an indicator that God is not moving in you. Humble yourself so that he can move. If I'm not willing to humble myself, there's no so that. And if you're waiting for the so that to manifest in your life, starts with
0: humility. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. The sin nature of man, it almost like
1: we have this, we think we have this right to govern everybody's affairs. right you know it's like oh i can't believe he said that well he said it i can't believe they're they're doing that i can't believe they live in that way i can't believe they're all in sin i can't believe i can't believe like we're god or something right but when you look at verse five it says you hypocrite the word hypocrite means this you bad actor you stage player you pretender you two-faced person now now remember the 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 logo or the image of a, of a stage play or uh, an artist or an actor is what? It's two faces, which comes from the Greek word two-faced. You're two-faced. You're a bad actor. You're a pretender. So it's saying you pretender, which really says you know you a sinner anyway, and you're trying to act like you're not. You're trying to pretend Right? That you're not. You hypocrite. You pretender. You actor. You stage player. You two-faced it. First take the lock out of your own eye. Govern your own soul. First. Because here's the, the truth. God's not going to judge you based upon how well you judge somebody else. <laughs> He's gonna judge you and I based upon how well we've judged ourselves and dealt with sin in our own lives. So self-govern, learn to self-govern. The, the word I means it's the eye of the mind or heart. It means it is the power or the perceiving of understanding. So Deal with your own perception. Deal with your own understanding. Deal with your own mind. Deal with your own heart. There's enough going on in your own mind, in your own hearts, that will keep you busy until you see Jesus face to face. Self-govern. In other words, don't pretend. Courageously test yourself. You see, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 5 through 8 challenges us with this. It says, test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourself. Right? How many times do we find that, well, I don't know if they're really walking with the Lord right now. Well, you know, the way they're acting, I can't believe that they, they love Jesus. You know, they're really not representing Jesus well. Test yourselves to see if you're in the faith, examine yourselves, or listen to what this goes on to say. Again, this is 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 5 through 8, and I'm not going to read you all the verses, but here's most of them. It says, or do you not recognize this about yourself, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail the test? Not talking about no one else but me. Am I failing the test, the Jesus test? If you skip uh, to verse six, and then we're going to skip to verse eight, it says, but I expect that you will realize that we ourselves do not fail the test. Do you recognize if you're not failing the test? Skip to verse eight, it says, for we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. Am I living the truth? Am I living for the truth? Man, that's a lifelong journey. It's a lifelong journey of evaluation. It's a a lifelong journey of of self-examining. It's a lifelong journey of governing my own soul to make sure it's doing what what I'm supposed to do. It's a lifelong journey. Am I first willing to judge my own sins? Self-measured self aware self govern starts a whole healing process in a person's heart. Then once I get to that place that I'm willing to self judge my my own sin this is what it leads to. Turn with me to James chapter 4 verses 1 through 6. James chapter 4 verses 1 through 6. God am I now willing to admit listen church that I Am the cause of sin? That I'm the not only a sinner, but I'm the cause of the problem. It's not Satan. It's not my wife. It's not my parents. It's not my husband. It's not a boss that's treating me unfairly because they could treat me unfairly, but I don't have to sin. Right? They can skip me over year after year in promotions, but I don't have to sin. Someone can treat you unfairly every day of your life, but you don't have to sin. They are not the cause of sin. James chapter 4 verses 1 through 6 says, What is the source or the cause of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is the source or the cause not your pleasures that wage war in your own body parts? You lust and you do not have, so you commit murder. And you're envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask with what? Wrong motives. So that you may spend what you request on your, your own pleasures. You adulteresses. Remember, that's what God also called Israel. You adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? Therefore, whoever wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scriptures say to no purpose, he jealously desires a spirit who is, has made to dwell in us. But he says this, but he gives greater grace. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud, but give grace to the humble. Am I willing to admit that I am the cause of sin? Am I the source, the cause of quarrels and conflicts? Now, remember, he says that it wages wars in your body parts. This is what it means. It means the seed of your desires and your passions. So on the inside, there's this war going on in my passions, my desires, that somehow oozes out relationally or through my personal actions and decisions. Nobody's making you do it. Nobody makes me lose it with someone when they run, you know, cut in front of me on the road. No one makes someone have road rage. No one makes someone commit adultery. No one makes someone to be unfaithful and inconsiderate and and lose self-control. No one makes anyone, I don't care how wicked your husband may be, your husband does not make you do anything wrong. It's your personal decision. If he doesn't love you as Christ loved the church and gave his very life for you, or more specifically, if he doesn't love you like you want to be loved, because that's really the measurement, then you lose it. We lose it when our, our little kids grow up and become monsters. You understand what I'm saying? You're not monsters, kids, you know? And just for the record, we all were the monsters. You follow me? We all did it to our parents. You know, in other words, they're changing and and trying to figure life out and trying to become men and women. And it's confusing and it's painful and it's awkward to a a teenager. It's awkward. It's crazy. It's different. The whole body is morphing and all those things. And it freaks parents out but it doesn't give a parent permission to flip out as well. When a parent doesn't understand you, doesn't give a child permission to act however they want to act. Ain't the parent's fault. Ain't the child's fault. It's my fault. But if we want God to move in our lives, move for us, we got to get to a point that we're willing to admit it immediately that it's me. It's me. If anyone outside of Jesus and the influence of his Holy Spirit, because remember he says he jealously longs to fellowship with the Spirit he's placed within you. If your spirit man is, is Cheating on, if you will, using those words, becoming adulterous towards God, wanting something other than God. It's not God's fault. It is no one else's fault on the face of this planet. It's me. And the sooner we can admit that, church, the quicker he moves. What's the source? Me. You see, it's time to be honest that it's my lust, it's my envy, verse 2. Verse 3, it's my wrong motives. Verse 4, it's me who is a friend of the world and becoming an enemy to God. It's me. The devil ain't making me do anything. It's me. Listen, we can say all we want. Well, you know, today you got all... You know, these devices that tempt me. You know, you could just go on your phone and watch this pornography. It's just so easy. Well, you know, you could just go and watch. So, do we really think it surprised God? Technology surprised God? You really think he's going to alter the text to say, well, you know, because you now have social media. You know, now because you have, you know, Twitter and, oh, you know, can you just scratch that out, edit that from the Bible? No, He's not You know, so many times we hear, oh, you know, our kids have so much, you know, that they're up against. You really think God don't know that? You really think God, listen, young people, you really don't think God still can't use a Daniel and a Shadrach and a Meshach and a Benigo, who are all teenagers. You still, you still think he can't use you today? Same God. Same issue. You know what the issue is? sin. So many times we just lower the standards and just dumb God, you know, dumb the text down. No, the text is the text. Which always says you got to be willing to admit that you're wrong first. And God is always right. It's my lust. It's my affection towards something in a bad sense. It is my, my lust that is coveting. It is my envy to be moved with envy, to be heated or boiled over with envy. It's me. It's my motive to, to act badly or improperly. It's me that underliningly I know really why I'm asking God for this. It's me that this is the real reason why I want God to move in my husband's heart. You know, this is really why I want God to move in my wife's heart, not so I can honor her and and respect her and honor him. This is really why. And that's why you're still waiting Because a person has to get to a place in their own heart and say, God, you're enough. Even if you do not change my husband at all, I'm good. God, even if you never give me a husband, I'm good. Even if you never give me a wife, I'm good. Even if you never, ever, ever, ever change my financial condition, I'm still going to honor you. and I'm still good. Because he knows why you're asking for more money. (laughs) He knows when he gives you that money, all you're going to do is go on a vacation. (laughs) To the destination you want to go. And you did not even ask his opinion about it. As a matter of fact, when you go, you're going to leave the cross at home. Right? Because what God would do is set you up on a vacation and He was He was set a total sinner in your life who was asking all these spiritual questions, right? And you'd be like, I can't believe it. They talk too much. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I came here to get some rest. God knows everything. He knows everything about it. He knows He knows what you're gonna do when you get that promotion. He knows already. You can say, oh, God, yeah, please the Lord. You know, I'm going to honor you. In a... <laughs> now you're working seven days a week. I'm, some of us went down that journey before. You understand exactly what I'm saying. We've asked the Lord, oh, God, please move, please move, please move. And it's been all about me. So God knows it before you ask it. So why don't we just come clean with God and say, you know, God, can I admit to you, I've been having wrong motives all this time. And matter of fact, God, can you just work in my heart? Because, you know, listen, I know that my family, we need more money because kids are growing up. Expenses are increasing. Right. And matter of fact, you've given me the privilege to live in the United States of America where gas prices, they rise and fall every single minute. God, you know this. You've allowed me to be in America. You've allowed me to have a car. You know exactly, and you know that I need more money to be able to live and navigate life. But truth be told, God, up until this point, it's been all about me. Does that sound like all bad to just come clean with God? God, it's been all about me because, you know, you know, every time I walk in so-and-so's house, I just lust after their house. And because I want more and I'm not content with what you've already given me, you know, every time my friend picks me up in their car, I start lusting after their car. So, God, I'm coming clean today. So, you know what, God, I've been lusting after my friend's car, my brother's sister's in Christ's car. You know, I'll come clean today because my car right now, I don't know if it's going to start when I go outside for church. So God, I'm coming clean. You already know my heart, but but can you correct my heart? Can you help me understand that's not about me? Even though I'm asking for me, it's still not about me. God, I know I need this amount of money. Listen, you could be specific with God. I know, God, you know my bills are. I'm coming up short every single month. God, can you show me where I'm missing it? Because apparently if you have not moved, it's not you who does not want to move. It's me that needs to move somewhere. Oh, God, please forgive me because I've been been having some, some really bad spending patterns. There's some things I really don't need anymore. God, can you give me wisdom on how to change my spending patterns so I can know how to steward what you've already given me and that I don't rob you every month or week of your tithes and offerings because I'm always short. You don't do you hear what I'm trying to communicate church is that he already knows our motives come clean again especially if you are waiting for him to move in that area and he's just not moved come clean why are you going around and asking everybody else Oh, you know, my wife, you know, oh, my husband's not. Well, you know, my kids are not. Well, you know, my parents are. Oh, you know, my boss, I can't believe it. He always, she's always, oh, I can't believe it. Oh, 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 versus humbling ourselves and saying, God, it's me. I know it's me. Because I know my heart, and you know my heart. my lust. It's my envy. It's my wrong motives. It's me that's caught up in the world and want the wants the world more than I want him. Admit it. See, the bottom line is, is sin, and sin should never be a master of us anymore, church.
0: Thank you again for listening to our series, From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Please tune in next week to hear the continuation of our series, Refreshing. It's what we need and what we should give. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website,